0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: I'm going to ask you a question, Anthony. You're, 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 you are you're know, you got ties here in NorCal, but you're looked at as a national guy. You've got that type of reverence I'll and that respect. It. Okay? You have to pick. There is no in-between. There is no riding the fence. The Sacramento Kings offense. Cute or dangerous
2: offense, dangerous Mm. playoff chances. You know, I might (laughs) tilt more towards the, the, the the cute side of the fence, but (laughs) offense. Yeah. I mean, I just think the personnel is fierce. I, I, and you know the shooting, the skill, the passing, it's a bonus. You know, I mean, just the physicality is the bonus. You saw it last night. That's a physical team he's going against. He's just bumping down there. Um, but what I would say, and and I know Mike Brown knows this, and I know the Warriors coaching staff knows, or the Kings coaching staff, which has a lot of Warriors ties, know this. In the playoffs, a lot of the off-ball action, the pet stuff, the dribble handoffs, the cutting, you know, teams start to they they, they get more freedom. To hold you and grapple with you, and I mean, this is this is the problem that the Warriors used to face when uh, the those Cavaliers teams, Tyloo would just have J.R. Smith and and all their bigs just bumping guys and, and kind of mm-hmm. taking away some of that flow. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like I said, Mike Brown knows this. It's why they liked playing that Knicks team last night. That is the type of team, Josh Hart, those type of players who, in a regular season setting, are doing some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And they still powered through it. They still scored. It wasn't as explosive as a night. But, um, you know, I, I, they're, I, just, I would just say this. In the playoffs, they're not just going to be popping 145, golden one center, everybody's dancing, you know, threes are raining all game, every game. They're going to face some challenging moments where some physical defenses give them trouble. But also, they're still going to score. I mean, you know, like, they're, they're too skilled, too talented, too well coached mm-hmm. uh, to not. And also, they got the best closer in the league right now. I mean, he just mm-hmm. has been the best closer in basketball, De'Aaron Fox, get a bucket late. He killed Josh Hart in the fourth quarter last mm-hmm. night. Go re-watch all his buckets in the fourth quarter. He's just getting by Josh Hart super easy, and that's supposed to be a pretty good perimeter
3: defender. Yeah. Steal on KCNK, on fm West Sacramento, 98.5 FM, Carex, QHD2, Sacramento, ESPN, 1320, always live on the free Odyssey app. Anthony Slater of The Athletic with us. Uh, you mentioned Mike Brown. Can we talk about that for a second. What did you make of uh, Mike Brown following a victory against the new york knicks on national television what did you think of mike brown's press conference last night
2: i wasn't necessarily predicting he was going to come in and you know lay the hammer uh i i, I think he comes from a, like, kind of the school of coaching where you get like five of those bullets per year like five of those post-game sessions where you come in and rattle to the table um and i wouldn't have that wouldn't have been one of the five times i was expecting him to use it but he did um it's right on line with what he's trying to get across to not only his players but to his entire organization to the fan base to the radio stations out there to everyone it's like it's not enough to squeak in the playoffs celebrate you know have a minnesota timberwolves style patrick beverly on the scores table <laughs> wave in the you know jersey and then you get ousted in the first round mm-hmm. uh, he wants to go deeper he, and and he knows you give up 23 offensive rebounds in game one at home, probably losing. <laughs> and if you lose game one at home, you might lose the series because you lost game one at home. And and he's just trying to instill that into his team. And, and part of that, and I, I think it's I think it's showing his, fr- it, this is part of his maturity as a coach, he sees the way to use the media, use us more than he did when he was younger. And I think mm. a lot of that is Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr is as good of a messenger, and, and Mike has said this, he's never seen a better messenger as a coach than Steve. And that's the type of stuff that Steve Kerr would do, push that type of button. And I think Mike does that so much better now than he did when he was like a young Cavaliers coach.
1: Mm-hmm. I got, I'm got. i putting Anthony on the spot again. Damn. Okay. I'm putting him on the spot again. Friday. Yeah. Hey, the, the, the Warriors play – they're a fifth seed. They play Phoenix in game one in Phoenix. But the Kings – Got game one at Golden 1 Center. Where are you at, Anthony? Choose your side. Who's your allegiance?
2: Wait, so so it's Kings, Suns, and Golden 1, Kings, and what was the Kings, other?
1: Kings, Mavericks at Golden oh, 1 oh, Center. Oh, and it's Suns,
2: Warriors? Yes. Uh, oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> Not- <laughs> As somebody who... who- Goes back to covering <laughs> Kevin Durant from his, you know, early OKC days through that. You I know, can't be. As, mad at I might that. chronicle that in a book <laughs> years from now. I should probably be at KD. Yeah, versus I can't the Warriors be mad
1: at on. that. I can't be mad. I'm giving yeah. you a hard but time. But now
2: you say like Warriors, Wolves, and like Kings, Sons? Like then, you know, then I'm a little bit more on the fence. How about Kings, Warriors? That the, then you see may be that's different. the one.
3: Ooh. Yeah, that, that, this whole this whole region would go <laughs> insane. Just. The, and, and it would be just – like I can't imagine the amount of work it would be for you. I just can't imagine the amount of work it would be for us because we've got our sister station at 95-7 the game. So, you know, I'm sure it would be joint shows hey. with Bonte and Butch all day.
1: And, 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 and he was on the morning roast this morning. I was listening see? to him. He's going to be all over the place. Yep. He, you think we got to work? We, ain't, Anthony sl- gonna we, be ain't, we ain't
3: sleeping for 10 days. No.
2: Can I? Do you guys want that series? No, I don't want it just because
1: I don't want to see Steph Curry. That's, yeah. that's literally it. I think the Kings will beat the uh Warriors. I do, but I don't want I don't want to see Steph Curry in the playoffs. I ain't gonna lie to you.
2: Yeah, at least not in round one. Um <laughs> right. and then, and the other thing is I want I would like to see Golden One Center just absolutely full with like, you know, your full throttle Kings fans. If though if it is Warriors Kings. There's going to be some invaders in that arena. Let me tell you, you know, I wouldn't blame
3: I wouldn't suits. blame Kings fans for selling their tickets. All oh, them Bay Area people yeah. come down here, pay stupid prices. Go ahead. Oh, yeah.
2: they're paying tech prices co- coming down to Golden One.
3: Oh yeah, there would be did, some d-
1: imposters in here.
3: Yeah, run, run, <laughs> run, run! Run those prices as high. Half of as them possible. may
2: live here at this point in the Zoom area. <laughs>
3: that's a true story. That's a true story. I think uh, g- going back to Mike, just for a quick second, I-, I I just think that's how Mike motivates guys. Like you've been around him so much, you talked about having just. A couple of moments, five moments each year where you could do that. And I thought Kenny brought up a good point. This team's won seven of their last eight. I think mm-hmm. seven and one in the last eight games, the Kings are. And rather than waiting for them to drop one, perform you know poorly and lose, he was like, okay, we just had one of the most egregious stats put up against us, probably in recent NBA memory. I'm going to use this opportunity to not only talk about Domas and, and, and De'Aaron Fox being leaders, but talking about how I can see De'Aaron ascending to a next star, to 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 an even bigger star than he is now. And I'm going to do it now while everyone is feeling good and no one is in their feelings and hurt and upset.
2: Yeah, it's kind of like the Nick Saban playbook, right? You know, if Alabama, like, struggles through a game against, you know, Arkansas to go 7-0, and they won by ten, even though they were favored by twenty-seven. It's like they go to the post game, and Nick Saban's like, "We were terrible tonight. You know, <laughs> terrible on the line, penalties, undisciplined." You're like, "Whoa!" Like, you know, the entire stadium is celebrating around you. Why are you just killing your team? But you know, it's and and he, it's Saban has talked about it. He he hates what does he call it, rat poison, or something? When when uh the you know the headlines start to be so positive, and yeah. everybody's. You know, today I'm sure you know all the Kings players are looking online, and Kevin Herter's you know looking up like, oh, Kevin Herter was awesome last night, um, <laughs> and and that leads to slippage. And I think he's just trying to,
3: like you said, prevent the slippage. I'm just imagining Kevin Herter. I was awesome last night. Do You guys see this? <laughs> Did you see what they wrote about me? I shouldn't have just singled out uh, Kevin Herter. He was good last. He was. He was uh, Ant Man, we appreciate you, man. Thank you Dude for man, always I'm making time gone. for us. All
2: right, I'm actually heading down to Golden One Center right now. I'm going to watch some of these state. Uh, oh, yeah. I heard good the good truth
3: week, is through. there. Okay. Oh, really? I heard Paul Pierce is there. Oh, okay. Jesse yeah. probably about to leave. Go meet his hero. Jesse's already out the door about to go meet his hero, Paul Pierce. I yeah. love
1: the state championship guy. I, yeah. I won't be able to go, but I wish I could. Yeah,
2: I've yeah. never been, so I'm excited. Oh,
3: no, All a right. a good time. Well, go enjoy, All man. Right. We appreciate Take you. Thanks. Dunk. That's uh, oh, okay. Anthony Slater of The Athletic right there. Always kind enough uh, to make time for us. And calling out in his his allegiances i'm with that i,
1: I need to know but An, An, anthony slayer he's my guy so if he got to go cover the warriors he, he all right man he cool hey uh not kj jk
3: it's always a tough yeah screen i gotta name slow to down
1: out. um he says chase is a great value g1c i put this up to say we do look down on chase center out here we do and the just great want to part,
3: perfectly clear. Chase Center appears to be, and I've never been there. One of those brands that it's like really expensive because of the brand name, mm-hmm. but it's actually ass facts. So it, yeah. I just want to mention, like, if you're buying something that sucks, just because of the brand name on it. Not investing your money wisely.
1: Yeah, they got to do better. I, I'm not. I'm it might not, not be
3: that. the sharpest tool in the shed, as good old Jr. would say. <laughs> yeah, he too would. I'm say that. sure others would say that. Elevator too, but... wouldn't go to the top floor. Oh, no, it wouldn't go all the way there. <laughs>
1: I think that was Gorilla Monsoon who was saying that.
3: that. Might be. Yeah. Could have been Jerry Lawler. Something that had to do with wrestling. <laughs> I'm, I'm confident. Any 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 line I utter probably came from a wrestling commentator at some yeah. point. Um. So every time De'Aaron Fox gets to the basket, I go, "What a
1: maneuver!" <laughs> You know what I think about a lot right now uh, is uh, you brought this back into my life. The will you stop it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: I got to get that drop because that drop's tailor made for when I you're think being about ridiculous
1: that all the time. Like watching stuff or somebody say something crazy on TV. Now you just catch. Will you stop? <laughs> yes,
3: uh, that's Gorilla talking to Bobby right there. Will um, you stop? But I was gonna say, I chase center. Y'all talk so bad about the chase center. I don't even want to go no more. It's
1: just so bland. Like I said, it's it's. It's a it's a hotel lobby and not even a popping one. Mm. It's just this. It's like eh, ah, eh. Nah.
0: Chase Center stinks, bro. I've been there. Like it's it's horrible. There's no atmosphere. None of that. It's outside horrible outside
1: the Chase Center. I, I haven't been to uh, a game in a long. You know when they were popping. Maybe it does look like Doco. Hard to believe. Don't look like they got anything around there, mm. and which I don't understand why you Downtown San Francisco, you should have a bunch of punch bowl socials and polancos and sauce and all that. You don't have anything. Get walk to your car, walk to Bart. That's all you do.
3: Sounds like Levi's. It is Bay Area is very bad at making stadiums. Apparently, ATT is great.
1: Or, or oh, that's
3: right it, it, yeah. I, I I agree. Cold as hell, uh, but wonderful, wonderful indeed. Uh, TC, we, we we see you online. Hang tight. Uh, we we've got some time to talk. 916 909 1320. We got James Hamm jumping in uh, at the top of the hour. Do you want to look ahead to tomorrow night's game? Mm. Anthony brought it up. Two games. And th- th- the reports now, too, from Sham Sharani and the Phoenix Suns are different. Uh, and it weighs now into both Kings Suns games. Uh, mm. So we'll touch on that uh, when we return here. It's Dealer 1KC on Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320.
0: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: D'Lo and KC. D'Lo and KC continues on ESPN 1320.
1: Damien, Damien, your your thoughts on Tim Zhu versus Tony Harrison this weekend.
3: I'm going to skip that one. I'm going to skip that one. Let's get to TC, 916-909-1320. TC, what's good, baby? Yo,
4: yo, my two brothers, man. What's up?
1: What's good, TC? How you feeling, man?
4: Man, you know I'm feeling fired up. I'm feeling like y'all. I'm feeling like everybody else. That's a Kings fan, man, ready to lose my mind.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. (laughs)
4: You know what I'm saying? But uh, just make it real quick, I like what Mike Brown is doing. This is what we were talking about before, D'Lo and Casey, about holding everybody accountable players. This mm-hmm. is what we wanted Luke Walton to do if he was a good coach. We mm-hmm. wanted Fox to talk more, be more of a leader, more of a vocal leader. I'm seeing that more, bro. Like, I don't know, Mike Brown just got these dudes in a, in a train of thought, and I like what he did last night because he mm-hmm. felt the team was maybe getting a little t- too comfortable or maybe, like, content, like, hey, we're good. And he's keeping them on their toes, bro, and I like that.
2: Uh, I'm
1: with that. I'm with that, yeah, absolutely. And I don't know what it is that has De'Aaron more vocal this year, more animated, but I love it. I don't know if it's Mike Brown. I don't know if it's Malik. I don't know, but I love it. Maybe it's who's not here. Well, there's that. Ankle
3: hurt. Maybe it's he's (laughs) – being vocal and people are responding, rather than being vocal and his words just going into the atmosphere. <laughs> Instead or as, of being
1: vocal and the guy still shoots with twenty-two seconds on the shot clock,
3: or, or as Jesse says, he's talking into the abyss. <laughs> no one's listening. He's just talking. A lot of that going on. Yeah. <laughs> see, I don't. I don't if, I, if I'm De'Aaron, like I, I, I can't blame him. Obviously, there is a a, a difference in, in De'Aaron, and I know yeah. Will Z has documented this in the numbers a couple of times. He's dunking. He's done. The whole team is dunking. Oh man, Harrison Barnes is throwing it down. I mean, (laughs) yelling, doing all this other stuff. Yeah, like this. this, I I, and I think a lot of that is. I don't. Okay, so here's my jackass moment of the day. uh Oh, we've talked about how dangerous this offense is, Mm -hmm. and how this offense shouldn't be looked at as cute or fun or a nice story. This offense is dangerous, and it's going to beat you. The team's having fun, though, and that's probably something guys who have been here haven't had in a long time. Mm -hmm. Hell, I don't even know if Domas was having fun in Indiana. You know what I mean? Like, this team is having fun. They're having the ability to, you know, let loose a little bit while they're out there on the court. They smile, and then the second they're done, those smiles are gone, uh, and they're talking about what's next. I'm going to always point to... I'll be the broken record when it comes to that De'Aaron Fox speech after the the, the one seventy six one seventy five. Yeah, uh, hey, it's good, go, great job, guys. Let's go get two in Oklahoma City.
1: They locked in. That also like, goes goes to what you talked about earlier, where these guys are ready for the playoffs. They're preparing and they're ready for the playoffs. And
3: well, that's why I think Mike's press conference last night was was strategic. I thought you hit the nail on the head. You had the opportunity to get your team's attention while they won. Mm -hmm. You had the opportunity to get your team's attention while they're feeling good. And it's like, no, you could feel good. You deserve to feel good. You just won a basketball game. And Mike said that during his press conference. Mm -hmm. At this stage of the season, you just want to win games. Mm -hmm. But that isn't going to work. And they were at practice today, and I'm I'm sure they spent a lot of time talking about why what happened yesterday isn't going to work in the long term.
1: And you know what? The one thing about that, um, and it's not something that they're trying to do or, or planning to do or whatever, but I think it's good to have games like last night, especially being able to win a game like last night, but where you had some type of struggle, where you had some kind of um, astronomical failure like it was the offensive rebounds giving up. Because as well as the Kings played, Mike Brown and the coaching staff can still point to points where they can get better. Like they're winning game, I think they won eight of their last ten or something like that. Um, they're like said seven and one since the break. Mm-hmm. All this other stuff. Somebody can get get fat. Like oh, we just winning, so it's all good. Yeah. But no, you can go to the film room. You could go on a stat sheet and be like, yeah, you guys are good, but you could be so much better if you took care of this. Like you, I I really believe they're looking at this thing, and I, I know a lot of people aren't. But I think they're looking at this thing like we can do something really special. Like we're already going to make the playoffs and that's special enough here. We could take this thing as far as we want to go. Like I, I think they look at the Western Conference mm-hmm. and look at what's going on. They look at the how they play and what they're able to do as a team. And they said, we can, I, I bet you Mike Brown is talking to them like, look, man, you can do something <clears throat> special. Give me a little more defense here clean up these defensive boards right here. You can go you can go all the way. You can go all the way.
3: That's why no one can sell me on the Sacramento Kings not potentially going to the NBA finals or going to the conference finals at least. Because you could talk about Phoenix all you want to. Right now as it stands, they're better than Phoenix. So everything you're saying about the Phoenix Suns is a projection. It's what we think they're going to be. You want to match them up in a series? Mitchell Robinson is the perfect example. The example you used earlier. You, yeah. Oh, man, it's going to be tough to play the Phoenix Suns in a series. It's going to be tough to play the Sacramento Kings in a series okay. because they're not going to waver from the way that they play. They're going to play. They're going to push. They're they're, they're going to score. You got to keep up. Can you keep up for a game? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Two? Okay. Three? Four? Because we keep talking about what the Kings haven't done this year, but we haven't talked about what other teams haven't done against the Kings this year. What team is going to collectively slow them down? Talk about the Phoenix game coming up. The two left now. They Shams Sharania said yesterday that um, two weeks reevaluation for Kevin Durant. Put Kevin Durant right at if if he got the go ahead, his first game would be Sacramento. The second game against Sacramento here at the Golden One Center. And the sun said, yesterday it was three weeks. The evaluation period was three weeks. That knocks him out of both games, uh, this Saturday and then the one on the 24th uh, at the Golden One Center. So we're not going to see Kevin Durant in a Suns uniform, mm. uh, at least as it pertains to playing uh, the Sacramento Kings before the season ends. Um, but there isn't a team, man. I don't want. I don't want to see Steph. I don't want to see Prime Steph. Oh." But the Kings are better than the Warriors. Outside of that, Clipper, you know who scares me the most on the Clippers in a series against Sacramento? mm Cool. Anthony Slater mentioned his name. Tyloo. Cause I feel like don't go back to don't go don't go back to your original th- feelings on Tyloo. Yeah,
1: no, and but, I don't. Those but, can't be confirmed. I've always loved Tyloo. Those cannot be confirmed. Go
3: back and watch the fifty <laughs> do, view. You do not go, go back and watch the fifty view YouTube shows. Do not go
1: back and watch Gap Kenny and see what he has to say on Tyloo.
3: <laughs> Couch Kenny, go find Gray Couch Kenny on YouTube, and you'll find his thoughts on. Uh, he's whoa. not the most whoa hold on I got it. it's, 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 it's sneaky big news here wait a minute oh
1: breaking glass
3: sources say the Bears are trading the number one overall pick mm. to the Carolina Panthers mm. for a big time compensation this, is this a is this a fake Ian Rappaport what type of tweet is this <laughs> proofread it Ian what the hell <laughs> The Bears are trading the number one overall pick to the Panthers in exchange for. He worded this terribly. Multiple first round picks for sure. <laughs> uh, Chicago loads up. The they, land, uh, they land. They um, land at nine, and now Carolina can draft uh, whoever their quarterback is. He he really. Uh, this is this is a terrible tweet. This is absolutely terrible work for me and Rappaport. The, the Adam Schefter would never do this.
1: Panthers going to get their quarterback
3: again. Just keep searching. <laughs> at least you're at least at least, it, at least it wasn't the Jets. Yeah, well, they that oh, other plans. Speaking of, they did you see what plans. the Packers general manager said? No, I didn't. They said they were asked i this is a this is paraphrasing it's something along these lines the question was do you see a scenario where aaron rodgers uh is in a packers uniform next year mark murphy goes yeah sure i see it if things don't work out the way we want to i could see him being here he's a good player it's like what okay Done with they that. don't want nothing to do with no, Aaron Rodgers. they're done Rogers. with that, dude. They've had enough. They don't want They've nothing to enough. do with Aaron Rodgers. Um, Sorry. No. Uh,
1: well, while you're here, though, while you're uh, here, mm-hmm. we're here on football. Mm-hmm. I did want to say something because James Ham will be here soon. Mm-hmm. It'll be all kings there and there. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. had a workout today, um, a private workout in Arizona.
3: Kaepernick? <laughs> no. Oh, it was a real workout. It was a real workout. Okay. Uh, there
1: were teams there.
3: Wow. The league was a part of it. How nice.
1: The Panthers, the Giants, the Patriots, the Rams, the Cardinals, the Bills, Chiefs, Vikings, Browns, and Ravens. Okay. And the 49ers. Mmm. Odell's been wanting to come here
3: forever. QB1? Well, Oh, Odell going to be QB1? He's, he's, he's
1: going to be catching passes from oh. Trey for a little bit. And then when Brock is healthy. I'm
3: sure about that. <laughs> no, because okay.
1: if Trey's cooking, I don't know how you got okay.
3: away from him. Well, Brock Purdy but, had his surgery today, finally. He did. He did. Uh, and I guess yeah, he, well soon, it, though, it all went well. No Tommy John.
1: Um, But I wanted to ask, I bring that up. I want to ask you, you think OBJ got something left? No. You think he's cooked? Yep. Mm. Mm.
3: I think he might have a game left. So, you but mean, I don't think he has a season left.
1: Let's just—I'm just for argument's sake. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll put him on the Niners. Okay, he'd be—he'd wow. be the third receiver.
3: But what are you asking? Like, are you asking—is he Odell be Beckham like, Jr. No, you're asking him to be
1: like Juwan Jennings, like a Sh- possession guy. Sure, he could do Maybe, that. You know,
3: yeah, that's—that's—that's that's, that's what. Yeah, I mean. but like, that's not Odell Beckham Jr. True, true, true. Like he—he's now Juwan Jennings. Like, <laughs> sure, I could. Do I see him having a role on an NFL team? Absolutely. Mm. I just don't see him being Odell Beckham Jr. anymore. Do you see him being what he was to the Rams ever
1: again? Because remember, he wasn't number one. That was Cub, but he was he was I, vital. He was I big time.
3: I'll be. I don't remember a lot of the regular season run. I remember I thought he was winning the Super Bowl MVP mm-hmm. before he tore his ACL. Um, sure, because I I, I I obviously you just said it. I know he's not. You know, wide receiver one there. Mm -hmm. So, it seems like a stretch to me, to be honest. It seems Uh, like a stretch to think he could go back to – that was two years ago. Yeah. I wasn't like this – In football um, years, that's a – It's like four or five. Yeah, that's an eternity.
1: I wasn't like this over-the-top Odell Beckham Jr. fan when he was with the Giants, mainly because – rookie year, they're like, yo, this guy might be Jerry Rice. Look what he's doing in his first year. I was like, settle down. Calm the hell down. So that made me look at him, not look at him, but look at the way he was covered uh, with a side eye. But we did kind of lose out on potentially a special, special. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. He was, I always hear you talk about uh, Josh Gordon, and you're not wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, I looked at Odell Beckham kind of that way like he was going to be one of them ones
3: yeah I mean his rookie season support like he has seasons in New York that support that mm. um but couldn't stay football hoping. football football is a sports career on fast forward man yeah. it's about it, it, unless you're a quarterback unless you're a really really smart quarterback that can unless you're a quarterback that's willing to take incompletions because you threw the ball out of bounds yeah like, the, 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 there's just not a lot of longevity uh, in that game. Uh, Adam Schefter, by the way, just a much better tweeter than Ian Rappaport is. And uh, also, Ian Rappaport might have oversold this a little bit. Uh, the Bears are trading the number one overall pick to Carolina for uh, pick number nine, uh, pick number 61 uh, in a first-round pick in 2024, a second-round pick in 2025, and you don't see this often, DJ Moore. <laughs> oh, Jeez. They threw in a player. Wow! I feel like you so never see a player traded. That's, yeah. Wow.
1: wow. The Bears kind of came up,
3: but maybe the bigger—well, I mean, I, I it, of course Carolina moving up is a big story. Part two of the big story is Justin Fields. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's—I mean—that's a no-brainer for me. Yeah, I think it's a no-brainer that was a, that was always the move for you. I don't me. think it was a no. I don't. I don't think that. I don't think Bears fans thought that was a no-brainer. I got a Bears fan I, I, in I, my life. I, he, he was. Well, we all do. He John Bull's a Bears fan. John Bull.
1: Um, shout out to my man Alan Knox, though, and he was—you know—shout out to John Bull for
3: that stupid video. Well, I mean, uh, he on, took man. last night. That is, come on, man, that's just still. Yo,
1: this guy Jesse. I know you saw it. I mean, the guy. Yo, this guy. Jeez.
3: Did John Bull say hi to me last night? Nope. Just decided to take a video, put it on social media, and the conversation. Let me check. Yep, still going right now, bro. You look so cool yesterday. That, that little wave you did when you're walking, like, oh my god, this is famous. Were
1: our attention. You were just recreating. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. It was crazy. It was crazy. He had the stroll. He had the leather jacket. You know, he saw somebody in the crowd. To be honest with you, and I, I'm, I'm believing that he did. I said hello he to did. the usher. I'm believing that he did. But you know what? Hey. I, look, I would do it. If I knew somebody was, like, recording me, wouldn't nobody even be there. I'd <laughs> Something <dumb. laughs> You're <know, laughs> pan out there ain't even nobody there. I'd just be doing it. That's how perfect it looked, that 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 whole montage. That was <laughs> – my boy was like a smooth boy. Smo- yeah, the smooth, smooth, smoothest host in Sacramento. Courtside D'Lo.
3: It's a real thing. I did not know John was filming, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, I said hello to the usher.
1: It was a perfect hello.
3: Said hello the to the usher, not way. the
1: usher. Oh, come on. And the smile. But then what, what made it even better is he didn't have a smile before. He was like kind of pan-faced. Then he saw the guy and he turned it on like Michael Irvin. Turned it on immediately. Like.
5: Didn't even break stride. Just keep moving, keep moving, smiling. <laughs> Gosh, you've done that before, huh? It's was perfect.
3: Damn. Courtside D are you two finished? It was perfect. Damn, John Bull man, <laughs> unbelievable. Um, yeah, I don't, I didn't know that everyone thought Justin Fields was the guy. I did. I know there you was, did. There was people
1: trying to. I think people were trying to stir it up.
3: Well, and probably because there was a new, there's a new regime there. And I, I think that getting, that'd be absurd. This is the right call. This is the right call for Chicago. Mm-hmm. Build. Get better. Uh, build around Justin Fields. I agree. Uh, Chris Haynes, our very good friend. Who also, he, the one guy who wrote about the Kings that we didn't have on the show, Chris Haynes wrote about the Kings uh, this I morning. I that article. Yeah. He wrote this morning? He did. Oh, okay. Um, He's reporting uh, right now. Anthony Simons, uh, he'll return for the Portland Trailblazers Blazers well, tonight. Good,
1: good for him because I thought that was a bad ankle roll. Yeah. What's that been about? Three, four weeks. It was, yeah, it was before, a the break. before the break. Yeah, you know.
3: it's before the break. So, glad to see him back. Um, yeah, he'll be back tonight versus the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. Um,
1: Philly, Philly, got to. Let me ask you a question.
3: I love when you do that. It's always really dramatic when you say, "Let me ask you a question,"
1: and I'll, I'll ask it this way. Do we care what Philly does tonight? Are we at that point?
3: Oh, at that point with um, Portland? Yeah, I think we are. (laughs) Portland don't mean anything to us.
1: I mean, I'm looking at all those teams down there. Yeah, Portland doesn't mean anything to us.
3: (laughs) Honestly, I don't think any team in the play in the play in the Kings should worry about I don't think so. Yeah, I, I mean, we said we, we said this earlier. It's a it's, it's 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 maybe off a little bit. It's it's a six and a half game. If you don't think the Kings can catch the Nuggets because there aren't enough games, and like, there was
1: everybody unanimously said no. It's six.
3: It, they're six and a half games away. Mm-hmm. The the Utah Jazz or excuse me, the Minnesota Timberwolves in the seventh spot. Mm they're 6 games back from Sacramento. Mm. So if if the Kings can't catch the Nuggets, the T-Wolves can't catch Sacramento.
1: And that's before we get into lost column stuff.
3: Yeah, that's 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 before we get into like you know who are they playing and mm-hmm. everyone else who falls along the way. Like that's before all that stuff. That's just looking at simple 6 games back. It, it, if you don't think Sacramento can be number one, you shouldn't think that they could be number seven.
1: Portland is, what is this, nine games back, eight and a half games back of the Kings. So, yeah, we don't need to look at Portland. But I don't even think at this point, like Jesse just said, if you're into playing, I mean, just, just because, like, yeah, beat them, Philly. I don't give a damn. They'd make it even easier. Mm-hmm. But we ain't stressing it.
0: At, at this point, I think the Kings, you guys should only be worrying about the Suns and Memphis at this point. Mm. I feel pretty com- – like I, honestly, I feel pretty comfortable the Kings are going to stay
3: at the two the rest of the season. But I think those Suns? are the two teams that you're going to watch. No Clippers? No. Oh, wow. Clip- oh, Clippers oh, yeah, are, definitely no Clippers. Yeah, yeah, Clippers. Yeah, Clippers. Strike.
1: They, they strike away.
3: Yeah. Well, well. see, so the Clippers are technically, what, five and a half back, but they're really six, six and a half yeah. back. Six and a half. Yeah, with that. So uh, they're as far back as Minnesota yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Uh. And then there's – I mean, the, yeah, that's a good point, Jesse. Yeah it's 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 Memphis and hey I think the Kings uh, are winning tomorrow
1: well look I wanted to talk about that too real quick though um 17 games to play for the Kings I think a lot of these other teams got like 15 games because the Kings always yeah it feels like they haven't caught up yet yeah they've they got a lot more or a couple more games uh left than these other teams so they got to keep up or they got to make up time in in less games than the Kings have uh, to play but you talk about the Suns and them possibly winning or I number one I could see that for sure. I'm I'm looking forward to tomorrow night. I definitely want to see what happens tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that I think about with the two games with the Suns, and you talk about them catching the Kings for second or third or whatever the case may be, is this reminds me of a, a baseball situation. The Suns are two and a half games behind the Kings. They got two games left with the Kings. When you and James were talking the other day, you guys are right. Like that could, you know, you got two games. You can You can make it up and track them down just on those two games alone. But you have to win those two games. A split doesn't do anything for the Suns in that situation. All it does is it gets them, it keeps them in the same spot with less games to make up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you're the son, this is the advantage of being the team that's in front, as opposed to the team that's doing the chasing. The team that's chasing, you gotta, you got two games against them. You gotta win them both to to feel them being tracked down in that way. If you split, the other team gonna look at it like, well, we did what we had to do. Mm-hmm. We went one and one, and we're back where we started. And now there's 13 games left as opposed to 17 games. So I, if they could get one of these two. That will go a long way in the solidifying second or third.
3: You're saying one of these two against Phoenix, Phoenix or one of these next Phoenix. two games, okay? Because obviously it's it's Phoenix Saturday mm-hmm. and then Monday, the Golden One Center. Can't stress this enough. Uh, I know, I know it's significantly more difficult than it was last year. If you have the ability, if you have the means, if there's a game you want to go see Giannis in person, don't let Giannis be that player that you go, man, I didn't get to see that guy in person. You got to see Giannis Antetokounmpo in person. Why was he out last night? Was it the wrist? I
0: have to double check. I can't remember what exactly Andrew's wrist. is, but he's I thought
3: he doing something, something for a wrist. while. Maybe Mitch knows. Maybe Mitch knows. 916-909-1320. What's up, Mitch?
5: I know nothing. No. <laughs> Just the opposite, okay? That's okay. <laughs> Just the opposite. Fashion you know all football. things,
1: Mitch. What's up, man?
5: I know everything, but a little bit of everything gets me you know, where. Um... <laughs> I was gonna say uh, I don't I don't know Mitch. Okay, I can think of something. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, first of all, it's nice. Congratulations to the Kings. No worse than three If They get the two c They can have the what home field advantage the first two series. That's nice. Whoever whoever dream of that. you right? You gotta give them a medal. And with this trade, that's great. Carolina, I think they're gonna take. You can't go wrong. I think with CJ or. Southern California, well, they're both from Southern California, both California boys, as you probably know. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Bryce Young, mm-hmm. and he's a good, but they also have drafted the quarter in the third round, and he's, he's pretty darn good. Uh, Matt Carl, he, uh, he suffered an injury, he missed the whole year, so he'd be a good backup. And you mentioned the Jets, Jets will probably strike out on Rodgers, they'll be tanking, they'll be, they don't have to try too hard. And I hate to see any of these four quarterbacks playing with the Jets, and you know, especially my boy, Caleb Williams, going you know, to win the Heisman again.
1: Uh, can he win? A, can he get into the college football playoff?
5: Mitch was he cooking. Will. I guarantee All right, enjoy your weekend. Go Kings. Yeah, there you oh. go,
3: Mitch. Mitch uh, the NFL first that's insider that's a, Mitch. A, I think that's the first time <laughs> Mitch ever got a goodbye in.
1: Man. <laughs> you guys got Peter King. We got Mitch in New Jersey.
3: That's my guy right there. I've run through a wall for Mitch. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Uh, the Bucks were missing two-time MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo for a second straight game. Uh, Antetokounmpo didn't play due to a sore right hand. Mm. Uh, he sat out their victory against Orlando on Tuesday night because of a non-COVID-related illness. So he's missed the last two games. For two different reasons, mm.
1: I think he plays tomorrow in in uh,
3: San Golden Francisco. State.
1: Yeah, and then uh, I would think he would play on Monday.
3: Yeah, I hope so. Um, I'm not. I'm not the big, you know, Jimmy in section four thirty one came to see you, but I you've got to see Giannis <laughs> in person. Like Giannis, Giannis, is phenomenal. Yeah, he he is he is phenomenal. Uh, so is James Ham. He's going to join us. I'm I'm going to try. Uh, before James joins us, I have some sound uh, from Hammer at practice today uh, that we want to try to run for you. So, Ham will be with us at the top of the hour. We'll talk uh, a ton of Kings basketball. You'll hear from Domas. We're going to try to get in some sound from Harrison Barnes as well uh, and Coach Mike Brown. That's all coming up when we return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320.
2: continues streaming live on the odyssey app
3: still stuck on aldrin jay's question about what's the best jordan one colorway
1: uh gotta be the shattered backboards. i mean i love the shattered backboards, so i'm not gonna speak ill of them but it's it's the breads or the chicago's i mean it's, that's just it's
3: probably that's where we start and it's then probably the chicago yeah it's, it's it's some semblance of the the chicago stuff like people go nuts for those or those those chicago colors yeah uh, it,
1: I, i'm a am gonna get off the fence aldrin i'm gonna say it's the uh it's the brads
3: just give me a white the shoe breads. please one of my favorite <laughs> ones is the hyper royals like i love those they're that light blue it's that light blue like fabric i've worn them a couple yes, of times yes, in here yes, um and let's not act like the travis scotts aren't popping uh let's get uh matthew my man matthew 916-909-1320 what's up matthew
4: I had a question for you guys. So, watching the game last night, and uh, that I wanted to get your thoughts on. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, I know you guys obviously were at the game for most of the game or for all of the game, so you didn't get the chance to watch the broadcast live. But what I what, what do you guys think about the importance of the Kings being on TV? Because there are certain friends of the show that uh, I argue with with this stuff on a regular basis that think it's not important, and I think it's insane to think that a team like the Kings doesn't benefit from national exposure. And one example I give, you guys talked to Chris Herring earlier, and he mentioned a thing about seeing Knicks fans in real time react to, you know, the crowd atmosphere, the way the team plays, all that kind of stuff. But I thought it was so important that uh, unprompted that Stan Van Gundy and Brian Anderson had this segment there. It was like in the middle of the third quarter, I think, where they broke down the Sabonis-Halliburton trade, and they even pointed out, you know, the Kings got killed for making this trade at the time, but look where they are now. And I, I think that obviously these things don't change overnight, but the fact that they made that point, the fact that obviously the team was on TV, they won the game, you know, outside of the rebounding stuff and everything, they played well for the most part. I just wanted to get you guys' thoughts on that importance. Cause I can't believe that people that have covered this league think it's not important for a team like the Kings.
3: Oh, right on, Matt. We yeah. appreciate you. Um, I actually do think it's important. Hmm. Um, I think it's important from a, like, a, 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 and, and I think Chris was talking about this earlier, um, We, I think we take for granted league pass, mm. uh, I think, you know, we major, we're, we're tuning into basketball all the time. Um, we have the ability to go to league pass, like if we want to, or even just you know people in the uh, in the chat or people listening who are just basketball fans. You you can find basketball virtually every night between NBA TV and in in ESPN and TNT. But if that's the route you go and you live in New York or you you live anywhere but Sacramento, uh, you're probably going to miss the Sacramento Kings. Mm-hmm. And listening to Chris talk about the reaction that New York Knicks fans had to the Sacramento Kings last night speaks, I think, to the importance of having uh, nationally televised games. I think sometimes we focus on uh, commentators, we focus on talking heads, we focus on first takes and undisputeds and stuff like that, whereas I do think there are writers who don't fire up their league pass mm-hmm. uh, every night. I do I do think there are people who don't go back uh, and see what the Sacramento Kings did last night. If the Sacramento Kings beat someone 131-110, to 110, what's going to prompt the guy in Chicago— To pull that game up on there, unless the Kings are in town and they've got to figure out what's going on in Sacramento. So the fact that it's a it's it's, especially on a Thursday night, Mm -hmm. you know, basically a standalone game. Yeah, I I absolutely think there's some importance to that. There,
1: there's like there's two different, um, I don't know, maybe conversations that you you have with this because I understand. I, I think I understand what the people who say it doesn't matter. I understand what they mean by that, right? Like, it doesn't matter. You either win the game or you lose, whether they're showing it on – you get 20 national TV games or you get one. Win your games, and it's all going to balance out. They'll, you'll be forced to put on national TV, right? So, I understand that, but I agree with you. Like, I think it is important for um, maybe the knowledge – this the team. coverage the, of the yeah, team, yeah, the, the coverage. We get so upset about people just being completely clueless about the Sacramento Kings on a national level. That probably wouldn't happen as much if they're on national TV. Like mm-hmm. if they're, if they're, on, there's some people who, even if they have league pass, hey man, I don't, I don't know what's going on on league pass. Well, it's Thursday. Let me see TNT got That's a game right. on. I'm yeah. gonna turn it on. That you know it matters for that. It matters for the profile of these players. You know, De'Aaron Fox being um in and getting into another stratosphere when it comes to uh notoriety in this league that happens from being on national tv that also leads to other things endorsements shoe con all this other stuff mm-hmm. so it does it does matter for I don't want to call them extracurricular stuff but outside of wins and losses it does matter and it is cool to see your team on the national stage it is cool to see your team maybe I, somebody that sees that, you know, Warriors fans, Lakers fans, Celtics fans, they're jaded because they're so used to it. But, I mean, we hadn't – here we hadn't been able to see uh, Nash, your team on national TV in, in a long time. And I, I was the type of guy who I listen – sometimes I would watch the opposing team's broadcast. Mm-hmm. just because I want to hear what their POV is uh, mm-hmm. of the Kings. I know what I think. I know w- what, um, you know, Mark Jones thinks a lot of the time, but let me spend a quarter and see what, you know, they think in New York about, about the Kings and just get that kind of perspective. So I
3: used to do that a lot for different reasons, <laughs> but it's a, but it's a valuable practice. I don't like turning away from Mark. Yeah. Um, I don't turn away from Mark and Kyle and, and Katie as freely as I used to, but especially there's, there's a, Great deal of information you can get by hearing uh, another another broadcast team talk mm-hmm. about your favorite team. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think it's important, and and I, and I think our guy Gilbert uh, brought it up here. And and I'm I'm, I'm going to take what he said here in the YouTube chat, YouTube.com/slash ESPN1320. Gilbert says you get to hear Charles and Shaq talk about us too. I'll I'll, I'll he's he's 100 right. I'll take it a, a slight step further. Yeah, what's bigger than the NBA and TNT crew? Hmm. Nope. Like that's 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 the crew, mm-hmm. right? For 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 NBA basketball. Yep. So for the Kings to be a focal point of one of their shows, yeah, it's like a eight time Emmy award winning show. Yeah. Kings haven't been mentioned on it like any of the eight times they've won an Emmy, <laughs> or any of the eight seasons that they've won an Emmy. So the fact that you know that, that they've got some run this year twice, uh, and I I, I just Okay, they're not dangerous, but they're fun. I think they're going to get a lot of national TV games next year, yeah. and think, I'm riding with that TV game. I, I think they're ge- or a Christmas game. I think they're getting one.
1: I, I I I can believe that as well. And it's also like, you know, you root for a team or whatever the case may be. All you've heard in a in a national setting is them being talked bad about for a decade and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, last night, do I think Charles is? Um, a hundred percent, like in the know with what's going on with the Kings. No, but it's good to finally see him and Shaq just talk about the Kings in a basketball sense. Like they're the bas can they win this series or you know Sabonis is good. Fi- like not all oh, the butt of the joke all the time. It's cool, to- that's different and cool to see. There- they were the
3: butt of joke the first time they were on national television this year. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Talking about how stupid the beam are. They only like that thing 20 times a year.
1: <laughs> right. Right. So, it's, it's cool to see that and, it, and and to get a different vibe, right? Like, there's going to come a time when they're going to crack jokes. And if we're winning 50 games and they crack jokes on the Kings ball and a 20-point lead in December, like, all right, like, yeah, they deserve it. I could take that because, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to get just basketball takes as well because they're a winning team. So, to see – them on that stage, um, be talked about for basketball. That's, that's great. It's great.
3: Let's uh, let's try to sneak this in before Hammer joins us. This is Demontis Sabonis at practice yesterday. Uh, today, Excuse me. This was Demontis Sabonis at practice this morning. To you
4: and De'Aaron specifically, you guys to hold the rest of the players of our guy, Chris Peterman, I think, asking about Mike Brown's press conference How did last night. that message hit your ears and yeah. what do you make of Mike saying that after? after. Uh, oh, cool. cool. He's definitely right. You know, uh, we got to come out and
2: take these chances we have.
3: Okay. We've got to come out take these chances. Like, What are they we doing? Like, come on, the, man. Playing
1: the cuts. Just forget
3: <laughs> it. Practice.
1: This turned into 102.5, pra- bro.
3: <laughs> practice was about to turn up. I gotta get James a different microphone or so. I don't know what it is. Like it's just, it doesn't pick up sound strong enough. Of course, when you start playing KSFM in the background, it's not gonna, it's not gonna work. I'm just gonna go ahead and eliminate all these videos we're about to play. And when James joins us in two minutes, he will be like, "Hey, how did Domas respond to to uh, uh, Mike Brown's press conference last you know, night?"
1: You know, one of the things that. Um, I think Mike Brown said, I don't think he was talking as if it doesn't happen. But when he was like, hey, I'm challenging Fox and Sabonis to, you know, step up, hold guys accountable, be leaders, all this Mm -hmm. other stuff. Once again, I don't think he was talking about it as if it doesn't happen, but he wants to see them be more active with it. Have you ever kind of noticed Domas out there on the court and his, his interaction with his teammates? when something doesn't go right
3: yeah he get at him yeah <laughs> he
1: gets at yeah. him. I like it mm-hmm. I I, re, I really do like it. I remember mm-hmm. the time last year when I first noticed that when he got mad at those guys for not grabbing the rebound after mm-hmm. he boxed out mm-hmm. and
3: he's but you little, know what you know what else he does demonstrative and you, you know what he does after that mm-hmm. just kind of slaps him on the ass mm-hmm. Like let's like yeah. let's go. Yeah. He he I've I've, I've seen, seen him do that regularly. He's never done anything like demeaning. He's never right. talked down to his guys. Right. I I mean I don't know what he's saying, but it doesn't And then he, you know, once he's done saying what he's has to say, come on. Let's go. Come on. And wow. that's what this team is desperately Absolutely. needed. It's what this team I is desperately it. needed. I love
1: it. I I didn't know if maybe it was a figment of my imagination or whatever, but I see it, it, there was something happened I think last night at the end of the game, they were trying to get the ball inbounds, you know, because they were up and the Knicks had to foul. And they couldn't They couldn't get it inbounds. They had to call a timeout. And right as they called a timeout, I think Trey Lyles called the timeout, Domas sprang open. And it was open. And Trey just called a timeout. Domas, hey, hey, I'm here. Come on. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I it, loved it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved it. You know, and he's walking back, and he's not—he's not, you know, like letting anybody off the hook. He's like, "Look, man, I was—I was here, open. If you look here, take another second. I'm getting open." Like he was on him. I love that about Doma. So, like, that's what came to my mind when Mike Brown said that. Once again, not that these guys don't do it. Maybe he just needs it a little more consistently, and you know, or just simply like these—you guys are the two guys. You know, mm-hmm. if you're doing it, maybe you need to do it a little bit more, because you guys are the captains. You're the all stars. Like you said, I'm challenging you guys to to take on that mantle and, and do that a little bit more.
3: We begged last year, maybe even for the last two years, for the Sacramento Kings team to find a leader. Mm-hmm. I think I got two of them, and Domas and, and, and De'Aaron, because I don't think anyone's questioning De'Aaron's leadership anymore. No, no, no,
5: no. And I
3: don't, which is funny, because I don't know exactly what De'Aaron is doing differently than he's always done in front of the camera. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's um, a
1: little more, and and I don't know if maybe you look at this as, as leadership, but he's he's more demonstrative this year. Oh, for sure. You know? And I Absolutely. Think, I think it's it's more of the, remember what I used to always say, it's the high school high thing with yep. him. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily- Everyone will follow. Him yelling at other people. It's- if he's up. Yelling, period. <laughs> right. If he's up, they going to get up. Yeah. You know what I mean? If he look like he doesn't care, they going to look like they don't care. Maybe no, no. that wasn't always necessarily true. Because maybe there were some guys that you just couldn't reach regardless. Well,
3: maybe you know their I mean? ankles hurt too. <laughs> right. Maybe he had a few. Maybe maybe, maybe, maybe maybe, that team was plagued with ankle soreness <laughs> last year. And I'll be damned if everybody's ankles aren't better this year. Right.
1: Well, look, over under says, T.T. was yelling and he was a leader. T.T. talked too well, much.
3: Like, well, I, he talked
1: too much.
3: Well, can we can we have one T.T. free show? <laughs> can we just have a T.T. A, a, a free show? <laughs> okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.
0: I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.